Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Thursday, it is March 7th, 2019, and we only have two basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Really debated, went back and forth on taking the day off and not doing the podcast today, but that's not really my style. So I decided that I'm going to do the podcast. It's going to be a shorter podcast, going to do it solo. And um, really talk about this two-game slate. I don't typically play small slates like this, but I'm sure some of you might um, and dabble in a two-game slate like this one. So this should be pretty informative for you. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Rotor Grinders links. That way you guys get access to any cool promos that we do run with Fantasy Draft. From time to time, we have some promos that we run with them. Um, we do have the Listener's League each and every day. That's probably the only thing that I'm going to end up playing on today's slate. And um, got to bounce back from yesterday. You know, I had the right ideas on a lot of people yesterday. And just my ro- roster construction yesterday was just not great. So... Ready, excited to bounce back here and um, take you guys down in the listeners' league. Um, if you haven't heard the news and you're a weekly winner, uh, you'll get invited into a contest on Monday, March 11th, and then the winners of those weekly contests will play Wednesday for our February slash January King of the Month. Uh, we started late in January, so we decided to run five contests through January and March and um, January and February, not March and um, you know, see who can take it down. So it is a two game slate with a, not a lot of injury news either. So, you know, you look at this slate just as a whole, you know, I've already looked at this slate. I broke it down, did some of my premium, you know, work already just to kind of get it done and, you know, have an easier Thursday than normal. So looking at this slate, we have, you know, three teams that rank in the top 10 in total defensive efficiency, really three teams that rank in the top seven, you know, Portland, Indiana, and Milwaukee, the Oklahoma city thunder are the only, is the only team on this slate that does not rank in the top 10, they're 19th in total defensive efficiency. But as we know, Portland, they kind of struggle against wing players And we know Milwaukee, they can typically struggle against wing players. So, you know, there are some weaknesses on these teams that are very good. So, you know, we can attack these weaknesses on the slates. But, you know, on on a two-game slate with only four teams in play with, you know, really solid defensive teams, you know, Portland is the only team on this slate that has an implied total over their season average we're not typically going to be looking at defensive efficiency and stuff like that on this slate. We're going to try 
to do the best we can to predict the minutes, um, the minute situation in these games. And that's how we're really going to take advantage of a two game slate. And maybe we'll find a hidden gem as we go here. But, you know, for the most part, I think that you got to be careful with your bankroll on a two game slate. You never want to go too crazy, but getting a little exposure to a two game slate and um, having some fun with it is certainly a way to do it. If you owe your wife, your husband, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, um, a dinner, this might be the perfect day to make that happen. So let's jump in here on the first game. We got Indiana at Milwaukee, 222 total here. Milwaukee's favored by 11 in this game. Big spread, um, which could be interesting. And um, we'll start here with the Pacers. Just looking at this matchup as a whole, you know, Milwaukee, sixth in total defensive efficiency. They're seventh against point guards, ninth against shooting guards, 23rd against small forwards, first against power forwards, and 21st against centers. So the first thing that kind of stands out to me in this matchup is – Bodanovich, you know, a, a guy, a wing type player that can hit threes. He hasn't done great in the three matchups already this season against this team. He's only averaging 21 fantasy points. So, you know, that was one of the things that kind of threw me off when I was looking at this matchup. And, you know, you would think Miles Turner could, you know, have good games in this matchup against um, Brooke Lopez. But, you know, even. Even Turner, you know, really hadn't had good games uh, against this team. So I don't know how I'm going to approach the Pacers side. As far as the stats say, the stats say Turner and Bodanovich are the two guys you want to attack here. I think you could easily fade Kyle O'Quinn on this slate, even with Sabonis out. Um, you know, O'Quinn's still not playing a lot of minutes. You know, if you're going to go anywhere on the cheap side, I think it'd be Wesley Matthews. I think he gets the most minutes out of all these cheap guys on this Pacers roster. You know, his minutes have been very solid, you know, since he joined this team. Um, you know, he's kind of just taken Oladipo's minutes and the rotations have kind of stayed the same. So, that's all I gotta got here. I don't really like Thaddeus Young in this matchup. Um, I don't hate him, but I don't love him. I don't hate Collison, but I don't love him. On the Bucks side of things, you know, this is a tough matchup. You know, both like I said, both these teams very good defensively, but when we're looking at this matchup, you know, the thing that stands out to me as far as the Pacers is they allow a good amount of threes to you know, shooting guards, wing type players. So I don't mind maybe taking a shot here at Chris Middleton in tournaments. You know, obviously Giannis is in play. But like we've been talking about a lot recently, I know they lost the game in Phoenix. And, you know, we really thought that game was going to go the other way. We thought that the Bucks were going to get up in that game and then Giannis was going to, you know, get some, a little bit of, little bit of downtime in that fourth quarter, but obviously that's not how it went down. Um, he, you know, Giannis didn't have a great game. He fouled out in that game. Uh, as far as, like, points per dollar, he didn't have a great game. Uh, this is a tough matchup as far as the point guard situation goes, but I don't mind maybe taking a shot on Bledsoe. He's been much better at home this season than on the road. 
I think you can look at Brogdon in this matchup. He might be a guy that kind of flies under the radar here. And, you know, he's a guy that's put up at least 30 fantasy points now in nine of the last 10, eight straight games. So at 5,600 on DraftKings, I think, you know, Malcolm Brogdon is certainly somebody you could look at um, over there. You know, the whole Ilisova thing, the whole Miratic thing, you know, maybe not the right slate to play these guys, but, you know, you got to be willing to take chances on the slate. So if you're not going to take a chance there, maybe you take a chance on Brooke Lopez. You know, he's a guy that if he gets hot, he can put up 30 plus fantasy points. Um, you know, outside of that, nothing really standing out to me. I, you know, the Pat Cunnington experience um, is not one I think I'm going to go down on this slate. Um, Got to pay attention to see if George Hill and Brown are going to be back. Um, that obviously could hurt some of these guys. Um, you know, and... Uh, you know, Pau Gasol, you know, he obviously didn't um, play a ton of minutes in his first game with this team. So don't really expect him to be a difference maker anytime soon. Uh, but we'll continue to pay attention to the minutes on him. So to kind of sum up my Bucks love here, I, I like Brogdon probably the most. Um, Middleton and Bledsoe tournament plays. I don't think I would play Giannis over Paul George on this slate, uh, but you know Giannis is always in play. The other game on this slate, we got the Thunder at Portland, 230, 233.5 total here. Portland favored by 3.5. Evan Turner's out. Uh, so let's start with the Thunder side of things. You know, I, I kind of talked about it. You know, Portland, a really solid defensive team. But the one thing that they do struggle with is wings. They, they really struggle with the threes. And that makes me really, 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 really like Paul George on this slate. He's probably my top overall play. He's averaging 68.5 fantasy points in three meetings against this team this season. You know, he came back from injury, played 38 minutes. So he's good to go as far as minutes will go. So I have no issues with playing Paul George here. He's my top stud on the slate. If he's going to be really highly owned here, I think we can look at Westbrook um, as a potential pivot play, leverage play. But I think Westbrook would get a lot of love here as well. So I think I'm going to play Paul George over playing Giannis and Westbrook on the slate. Um, I just I really like this spot for Paul George. Outside of that, you know, Steven Adams is always a guy that's a little interesting. They're going to have to use him here. Um, you know, Portland plays pretty big with Nurkic and Cantor. So Steven Adams is going to get his minutes in this game if this game stays close, which it should. He's coming off of a game with 37 fantasy points. He's been really good in the last three games, and his prices come down uh, because of the dynamic pricing against Portland. Um, I don't think I would play Schroeder too much if I was multi mass multi entering. I think he's okay. Same goes with Jeremiah Grant. Um, you know, he's a guy that is playable, but I don't want to go too crazy here. Terrence Ferguson plays a ton of minutes, but he really just doesn't do much. So I'm going to get my value elsewhere because there's not really a lot standing out to me on the Thunder side of thing as far as value goes. On the Portland side of things, you know, with Evan Turner being out, this team is really committed to getting Mo Harkless minutes. Um, Mo Harkless 
one of my favorite value plays on the slate. Uh, I think we can just continue to ride this. I don't see a reason to stop. You know, even with Turner playing the other night against Memphis, uh, Harkless still played 32 minutes. Shot outstanding from the field. He's not going to do that every game, but at this price point, at 4200 he's really cheap. I, I think that we're certainly looking at him as a top value play. I'm going to really try to fit in Lillard and Paul George instead of playing you know, two high-dollar guys and, and try to get some value here. So I really like the spot for Lillard. You know, Lillard on national television and Lillard time, um, you know, this is certainly a spot that I feel like he's kind of been playing okay. You know, he only has two games over 50 fantasy points in the last 10. So I feel like this is a spot that we see a big game from Lillard and the recent production really has kind of made his price very doable. So Really, really like the spot for Dame. Don't mind Nurkic in tournaments. You know, a tougher matchup against Adams on paper. But Nurkic has gotten the best of him this season. He's averaging almost 40 fantasy points in those three matchups. So 6,700. You know, we want raw points on the slate. We don't necessarily need, you know, 6 or 7x. Like, we just need our guys to hit some points here. So I don't mind CJ McCollum. Uh, not my favorite play here at 6,100. I, I think I'd rather, you know, play Nurkic or play Lillard and uh, go down maybe to like a Mo Harkless. Um, you know, in tournaments here, if you want to roll the dice on a large field tournament with like Ennis Cantor, I'm not going to fault you for it because it is a two game slate. We gotta we gotta make a difference somewhere, and he's a guy that's going to play 18 to 20 minutes in this game in most occasions and you know he's a guy in in 18 or 20 minutes that can go for 30 fantasy points so if anis Cantor is going to get his minutes here like he's not the worst like long shot tournament play that i don't think a lot of people will end up playing here so certainly don't mind him um it's really all i got alfred alfred um is okay uh, he's really cheap so it's kind of what i'm looking at on fantasy draft and um, DraftKings for the slate. I am um, pull up Fandle really quick and um, and just kind of look and see what we got going on as far as like pricing and what stands out to me. I get a lot of people messaging me about Fandle pricing, and the podcast is really like I have I have Fantasy Draft or DraftKings open in front of me uh, because their pricing is very similar, but really the podcast is more of just you know, a first look at the entire slate. So first look at the Pacers and the Bucks. Um, you know, Brogdon 6,500 is very playable over on FanDuel as well. Um, nothing else like Wesley Matthews is cheap at uh, 4,700. You know, I think he's certainly in play over there. I think you could play like maybe like an Illisova or somebody as a punt play here uh, because looking at pricing, all these guys are really expensive. The Bodanovich is expensive. So Fandle is certainly, you're going to use a punt today. Um, if not two, and hope that one of your punts hits on your lineup construction today, just kind of looking at an overview um, that game. And then the OKC Portland game, you know, Mo Harkless really cheap on DraftKings and fantasy draft, but they've really priced them up over on Fandle where I think you can get away from him on FanDuel at 6K. So 
you know, looking as a whole here, you know, center position, you know, you have Nurkic, you have Turner, you have Adams, you have Lopez, but I don't mind maybe taking a shot here with one of my punts as being Cantor. Um, and, and then, like, you know, I talked about Ilisova maybe being a punt, but, you know, I would definitely take the discount from Westbrook and Giannis to Paul George on FanDuel. I don't know if you'll be able to make Paul George and Lillard work on FanDuel, leaving $5,600 a player left on this two-game slate because really the pricing is really strong over there. They did a really good job pricing this slate up. So it's going to be tough to make this work without taking a few punts here. Just kind of going through, looking at the punts. Um, looks like power forward is going to be a good position to punt. You know, Thaddeus Young is really the most expensive power forward. So, you know, power forward would be the position, if I'm playing on Fanduel on this slate, that I'd be punting um, and just hoping that one of my punts hits. So I think, like, you know, just looking at it, I, I think, like I said, Ilosova at 38, um, maybe Alfred Caminu, um, Jeremiah Grant, one of those guys. I don't think I'd pay up for Thad Young here. And just kind of take the savings uh, on some cheaper guys. Um, I wish Markeith Morris was playing more minutes because he's 3,600. And if he was playing like 25 minutes here, he would be just an outstanding value play. Um, you know, like TJ Leaf not getting enough minutes. Um, you're just, you're probably looking at power forward to punt. There's some good plays at small forward. I don't know if you necessarily want to punt too much at small forward. You know, you could try to work Brogdon in and maybe Wes Matthews um, on on the shooting guard. So, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on FanDuel. Let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to kind of get out of here. Quick podcast today, like I said. Looking for our favorite over or under. I don't really love either of these games uh, to go under. So I'm going to take the over in the Portland game. I think that's going to be a back-and-forth type of game, and we get a nice little over there. Um, over 8K on DraftKings, not to 5X. Well, there's only three guys. It's Paul George, it's Westbrook, and it's Giannis. If I had to pick one of those guys to be the lowest scoring of the three, I would probably take Giannis, and that probably means he's going to score the most fantasy points. My favorite 6X play on this slate, uh, seeing that I took Harkless as my cheap guy under 5K to 7X, I'm going to go Malcolm Brogdon is my favorite 6X play over there on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. Um, I think he's very playable on FanDuel as well, looking at that shooting guard position. Um, much different roster build on FanDuel today than there is on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. So, you know, you're looking, you're looking at definitely punting probably two positions. And <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, like my favorite punt play on FanDuel would probably be El Sova. And um, don't feel too good about it, uh, to be honest. But, you know, just looking at the slate, I think that um, $3,800 punt is going to be very, very helpful. Um, <laughs> just, oh, man. Fandle's a tough one over there. They, they price all those guys up and, um, you know, we don't really have a ton of value. So I could see a balanced strategy maybe working over there, but I, I think a punt or two um, could end up being the winning strategy on FanDuel here today. That is going to wrap it up for this Thursday podcast. Uh, hope everyone enjoyed the two-game in-depth 
breakdown and um hopefully you guys are glad that i didn't take the day off but um hope everyone has an awesome thursday we'll be back tomorrow talking some more basketball good luck in your contest and we'll see you then